Welcome to another episode of Just Jerry Live, plotting perspectives in church life with Todd Bryant and Jeff Short. We did it again. We did. Yeah, it's going to be a great intro. I think we've got that memorized. If we could just memorize everything else as well as we do that. <laughs> we got a guest with us today. One of my favorite people, John Fry, pastor of Grace Baptist Church in Cerrito, West Virginia. Hello. Welcome, John. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. I understand I'm the first guest on Just Jerry, so uh, that's exciting in itself. And just wanted to congratulate you guys on your second year into the podcast. We aren't well, the only ones that have noticed that, I guess. Maybe my yeah. mother listened and called him. I don't know. <laughs> Well, we're certainly glad to have you. You are our first guest. Uh, you may be our last. We'll see how this goes. I don't know. Well, today we wanted to talk about uh, a sort of a odd subject. I would guess that some people would say disagreement or own disagreeing. I think Jesus was pretty clear that hard times, disagreements, hurt feelings, those things are sure to come in this life. It's inevitable that we're going to have disagreements with people, whether that be disagreements in our families or at work or at church. But how, how do we handle those things? That's what we want to talk about today. So first question, is there a benefit to having disagreement? What do you think, Jeff? Well, I guess on the first hand, you know, you're not going to avoid it. Any amount of experience in life has taught you that there's going to be disagreement. You know, should we try to avoid it? Is there any good to it? I do think there are some benefits to disagreement, and uh, that might tie in a little bit with our topic last time about changing your mind. But I don't know if you've noticed or not, but, you know, there's nobody that's right about everything all the time. I know that's that's shocking to hear, but there it is. Yeah, my wife reminds me of that pretty regularly. Amen. Probably not enough, but okay. <laughs> John, are there any, is is there ever a benefit to disagreeing with somebody? Yeah, I believe so. And I believe this is what Jeff was getting at there is whenever we have a disagreement with someone, especially, you know, we think about the word of God itself, it causes us to study. It causes us to look at our position and hopefully look at our position objectively in such a way that if we're wrong, we can stand to be corrected ourselves, but there, there's a big benefit to a disagreement at times. The problem is, is when that disagreement becomes a little too sharp in nature. Well, and that's, that's certainly something we want to think about here in a moment, uh, as far as our attitude, when we have disagreements, I've, I am blessed to have two other elders that serve with me here at this church. And we we do sometimes disagree. And I don't I don't mean on the big things. We're not arguing over whether the resurrection really happened or anything like that. But you know we have disagreements over things at times. And I I will say I have truly learned through that relationship with those two guys that iron does sharpen iron. And there is a great benefit to having two guys that check me. And and of course I'm part of the check on them. And uh, yeah, I think disagreements are very healthy because of the fact that we're not always right. Is that a legitimate thought? Well, I, I think you're hitting it right on. You know, disagreements can provide a valuable check. We're just not always right. It can be beneficial if it can cause us to step back and reconsider an issue, look at something, uh, maybe provide a different perspective. You know, we all have we all have backgrounds that differ somewhat 
sometimes majorly and sometimes maybe not as much, but still there's always something a little bit different in our upbringing. Take, for instance, John and myself, you know, we both grew up in West Virginia. So, you know, we have a definite advantage on this podcast over Todd, who grew up in Alabama, for instance. I assume you are not making a football reference at that point. <laughs> I thought immediately that's what he was talking about. <laughs> hey, I, I have talked to a bunch of folks over the years from various church backgrounds, and I have learned that everybody believes they're right. They believe they came up in the right church. And, you know, then there are those of us that say, yeah, but we really are right. And I mean, everybody feels that way. Right. Everybody feels like, no, we've really got it figured out. So that's let, let's talk about what John mentioned a second ago, our attitude when we have disagreement. We, OK, so we've we've set this foundation. Disagreements are bound to happen. You can't always avoid them. We're always going to have differences of opinion. Can you disagree with someone and still have respect for them or, or possibly still have a friendly relationship with them, John? I, I believe so. I think one of the great examples we have in Scripture is Paul and Barnabas. Uh, when you know the contention became so great that they both went two different directions. Now, what they did is, you know, Paul went the one way the churches they established, and then Barnabas went the other direction, the same way that he had gone the first. Both of them were, of course, visiting the, the churches and strengthening the churches. And we learn later in Scripture, of course, there was a great reconciliation between Paul and Mark, and I believe probably Barnabas as well. I don't believe that Paul stopped respecting Barnabas because of the contention that was between them. I believe there was still a great uh, respect that was there. And I, I believe that we can certainly do that uh, with people that we have a disagreement about, the way that they may do something, the way that perhaps they may believe a little bit different on something that we do than we do. And, and there may become a point in time where we have to kind of separate ways, so to say, but we can still have respect for one another and still appreciate the fact that they are at least seeking to do what is right, seemingly. One of the odd things uh, is that people you are closer to doctrinally are generally the ones where those sharper disagreements seem to come. Like, for instance, I, I could work with someone at a secular job who was a Roman Catholic, and I, we work. I worked with a Muslim lady one time, and we had a fine enough relationship. You know, we actually talked about the Lord several times. Uh, I talked about him; she talked about somebody else. But anyway, it's easy to get along. Seems like with folks that you have a wider divide between, and then when you have these little finer details of doctrinal disagreements, sometimes that's where hurt feelings come in. I don't know why that is, but that just is an analysis that, that I've seen, you know, over the years, Jeff, can you disagree with someone and still have respect with them? And can you have a friendly relationship with, them? you know, if I wanted to go to a very deep level, perhaps I would say that I don't think there's any other way you can respect someone in a sense, because even though you may have take a friend, that's a really good friend. You've had a long time friend and you probably agree on a lot of things, but if you think about it, there are things you don't agree on. If they are a good friend, then you probably are able to discuss those things and still walk away and say, okay, you know, we disagree about that, but you know what, you know, we're, we're still friends. We still, you know, try to be a blessing to one another. So it's to me, and it's almost necessary 
in some ways to have respect for someone and to have a healthy relationship when there is disagreement uh, is when that is really tested, I guess, or, or maybe is shown to be the whether it's strong or not. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree at all. Yeah, it's been probably eight or 10 years ago now, but I'll never forget when you and I were preaching through first Corinthians at the same time. And, you know, we've all, we've been friends for a long time and I, I'm sure people assume who listen to this broadcast that, you know, we line up a hundred percent on every point and we do line up on most things greatly, of course, but we came across a passage in first Corinthians that you and I saw in completely different ways. And, I remember, though, specifically, not so much the difference of opinion, but the way that we were able to talk about that and the way that we remained good friends afterwards. And I, and I think we've actually talked about several issues over the years that we've disagreed with. And I'd say the same thing about John. Uh, we've talked about a few issues over the years that we haven't necessarily come down on the same side of you know the wall on, but... Both of you guys have preached in our pulpit in the last year, and that's because we don't let those things divide us. I mean, we we can disagree and be agreeable. That's how my grandfather always said it. Okay, right. so so disagreements are coming. You can have respect for someone and disagree with them. In fact, as you've said, Jeff, that's that's true respect at that point. Blind allegiance is a whole other thing altogether. Right. We can remain friends with someone if even if we disagree with them over a doctrinal issue, we can remain friends. But is there a right way to disagree? And I guess the flip side of that would be is there a wrong way to disagree? Jeff, you wanna you wanna go first? Well, I certainly think there's a wrong way to disagree with someone. And that would be, I guess, at least in a couple of ways. And one would be just immediately assuming a, a bad motive. So if someone sees something differently, just assuming that they have a bad reason or a bad motive for that, that there's some problem with them or there's something that they're you know, trying to do and, and making you suspicious or what have you. So to just immediately assume that if someone disagrees with me, that they have a bad motive in mind, I think is a is not a, a good way to disagree. In fact, I think it's a wrong way to disagree. I think we should have that respect. Another wrong way I can think of to disagree would be to disagree with someone without even knowing what their position is. Now, that might sound funny. You know, how can you disagree with someone if you don't know what they're saying? But <laughs> it's actually fairly common that people just do, they don't, they don't listen. You know, they don't hear someone out. They just uh, immediately uh, default to a, a disagreement and, you know, they just won't even, you know, they just don't even need to, to hear what you have to say to know that they disagree with you. And I think a verse that always comes to mind is there in Proverbs eighteen seventeen, And there's also principles in the law about how, you know, cases were to be established. And so Proverbs tells you that that it's wisdom that you're going to hear a person out. You're going to examine all sides if there's some sort of a conflict going on. You know, that's just wisdom. Um, so I think it's a it's a wrong way to disagree when we're, we're not even going to give someone a fair hearing. No, I agree. I, I think we do have a tendency to make an assumption that somebody's got an ulterior motive because they approach a passage differently than us, where maybe they're just honestly not seeing what we see in a passage. And, you know, back to that very first point you made, Jeff, maybe we're the ones that are wrong. Most of us, if we've had any growth over the years, 
have changed our positions on, on any number of things. And sometimes we've changed to eat just to turn around and change back a few years later. You know, I mean, we're all growing. But yeah, to to think that someone has an ulterior motive by disagreeing and then not to at least give them the opportunity to explain themselves without completely shutting them down is certainly a wrong way to disagree. John, you got anything to add to that? Just the the fact that, you know, some some people will because we may have a disagreement on one point, they immediately assume that person's wrong on many more points. And that's when the you know, they have that greater sense of divide, you know, their that greater contention when they just assume certain things rather than actually knowing it. Uh, and, and that's a real danger. You know, I, I it, it's frustrating if I agree with someone on 98% of the scripture that, you know, 1%, 2% you can disagree on and get tossed out the window. You know, we need to understand that agreement around the gospel has to be the foundation of all that we have, all that we do. If if we don't agree on that, nothing else matters. And we, we begin to work up from that. But let me ask you this question. I mean, I've heard people call, you know, Joel Osteen's name, for instance, from the pulpit to point him out that he's a he's a heretic. And I think probably all three of us would agree that he's preaching a false gospel. Right. But not everybody we disagree with is preaching a false gospel. Would it be right for us, and I think I know the answer to this, but I, I'm asking this for the sake of discussion. If we had a disagreement with a brother in Christ, maybe a brother at another church, maybe another pastor, wouldn't it be right for us to pick up the telephone and call him to talk that out rather than you know, talking behind his back or maybe even making him the subject of a sermon? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if there's a disagreement, and I think the, yeah, I mean, s- certainly need to use some wisdom, you know, is this is this something that's a problem between us or, you know, is it something that really needs to be discussed or is it something that, you know, well, you know, if this is not someone I know very well, you know, I hear them saying something that I don't agree with, I don't usually give it a whole lot of thought. I just, you know, well, I mean, I usually will listen, hear them out, you know, what they're saying. And then if I don't agree, I don't agree. And I uh, usually just go on with life. You know, it doesn't ruin my day. But in this day of social media that we live in, I mean, we know that people don't mind misrepresenting their enemy in order to look right. I mean, right. just watch, you know, one of the news channels for 15 minutes. I don't think you have any problem believing that. But one one thing that I think we need to make sure to do is if we have a disagreement with another brother, call him and make sure you know his position before you start slamming him to his buddies. You know, try to make sure that you have a clear understanding of what he actually is saying. I wonder how many arguments or disagreements have come about when people actually didn't disagree very much at all. They just had it wrong in their minds. Does that ever happen? Certainly it happens. And I think all three of us have children and uh, have been pastoring for a while, how often has it happened that when there's a conflict between people, whether it's between siblings or maybe people in a church or what have you, or or even sometimes in a family, uh, a broader family, how often does it happen that when you sit down and you start talking things out that you get back to the root of the conflict and find out that it's actually a misunderstanding? All the time. yeah. Someone didn't, they didn't say, or they didn't mean, or, or the action that they, they did take, you know, had a completely different meaning than the way the person took it. I mean, how often does that happen? 
quite regularly. And, and I do think we could sort some of those things out, especially in a local church, with just patience, calm tone, and giving the other person time to explain what they're saying. Oftentimes, we really aren't that far apart. Right. John, you got anything else to add to? Uh... Yeah, I, I believe that, you know, what you're, what you're talking about, you know, I've, I've seen that happen even in sermons itself. You know, when you're, when you're preaching, sometimes the way things are in your head don't come out of your mouth the same way that you intend them to. Uh, no, surely not. Well, you know, well, J- Jason could tell you all about that at our church. Could, Elder, you know? Elder Jason. Elder Jason, church. yeah. Uh, but by the way, John was preaching last night, and he called one of our elders Jason, but we don't have an Elder Jason. So oh. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Things do happen. You know? they, things do happen. So, but the, but the point of it is, is some sometimes people in the in the pews can hear you say something that maybe wasn't quite as clear as you meant it to sound. And if they don't approach you about that and ask you, you know, is this what you meant? Or could you explain that a little bit more? They may take that away and then tell somebody else, well, you know what he said last time he was up there, you know, or, or whatever it is. And it may turn into something completely different, a complete misunderstanding of what you meant in the first place altogether. Absolutely. Right. And it happens a lot. It does. Well, I, I think if we've figured out anything here, it's that we need to do a better job when we disagree. And we, we need to really try to have patience and and understanding with, with folks and give, give people the benefit of the doubt that they're not trying to tear anybody apart. They're trying to defend what they believe. And if, if they can do that with a good attitude, we need to be able to do it as well. Jeff, you got anything else? Well, I think you've really hit on it. In fact, I think you've mentioned, uh, you know, some of the fruit of the spirit um, when you think about patience and meekness and gentleness and, you know, our immediate response to disagreement shouldn't, shouldn't just be anger. You know, let's, let's first of all, let's make sure things are clear. You know, is this what you're saying? Is, um, is this what you mean? You know, hear the, hear the person out. And I think that, but there is still yet benefit at being able to sit down to talk over an issue, to hear one another out, to have respect for one another and to get up and say, well, you know what? We still disagree, but uh, this has been, you know, this has been a helpful discussion. It's been a helpful conversation. Sometimes it helps us. It helps us find better clarity on an issue. When someone challenges us, they, they may have a perspective that we've just not really thought about. And it doesn't, maybe it still doesn't mean in the end that we're going to change our position, but we need to think about that and to, to see what that means. How does that affect the way I'm seeing this? Uh, and I, I personally have benefited from that down through the years. I think it's, I think it's healthy. I think we need to be challenged. It's just, if you know, if someone wants to increase their strength, they're going to have to work out with some resistance. Yeah. You know, they, they, if Benny Hinn says something I disagree with, I really don't give a lot of thought to it. But if a brother that I respect says something I disagree with, generally I, I put that aside, I'll make a note, and I'll find some time to try and work on my position a little bit. And you're right. That is That type of challenge, that type of disagreement, even if we don't change our mind, is helpful to us because it makes us stronger in what we do believe. 
Right. Iron you probably all had iron. I, I mean, that that is just true. Absolutely. John, anything else? I don't think so. Jeff? You guys got covered. I'm just glad you didn't introduce me as Jerry. <laughs> well, we didn't want you to be just Jerry. It's good to have this is Jerry. just this is just John. Yeah, that's right. This, this is just John. Now that I'm used to. <laughs> hey, look, disagreements are going to happen, folks. Uh, but we need to do a better job of how we handle those. I, I think most of us, if we are honest, will admit that we could do better when we disagree. So. Oh, absolutely. Be thinking about that and uh, be putting more effort to it. Hope that you enjoyed the program today. Good Lord willing, we'll talk to you next time. It's Todd, Jeff, and Just John signing off for the